0: What's up team, are you subscribed to our episodes yet? If not, go ahead and click that subscribe or follow button on the platform of your choice and ensure you never miss an episode. Today, we interrupt our regular scheduled programming on financial wellness to bring you a special guest episode. We are thrilled to introduce you to Zenbox, a personal development app that empowers millennials to discover and elevate themselves. Kira and I sat down to chat with founder and CEO Andre, as well as Melissa, marketing and business development lead. In this episode, you'll learn all about this amazing new app, its features, and the team behind it. You'll also gain insights on the process of developing an app and hear our conversation and our opinions on the evolution of wellness technology. And, team, we want to hear from you. Join the conversation, share your opinions and feedback, and tell us what you think about this episode as you are listening by tagging us at Team Wellness on Instagram. P.S., you've got to check out Callie Love's new winter menu. You can say Team Wellness TO for a 10% discount on food and drinks. You can also use the code CaliLove online for a free class in their upstairs studio. Get ready, get excited. Here is our conversation with Andre and Melissa from Zenbox. Hey, friends, welcome to the team. I'm Sarah, marketing professional, bar fitness instructor, and dancer. And I'm Kira, a professional in the
1: wellness industry, dancer, and lover of all things fitness and well being. We're your hosts of the Team Wellness TO podcast. Together we've created this podcast to be your one-stop shop for all information about the entrepreneurs that work to build a healthier
0: Toronto every day. Our goal is to form the largest team of healthy, happy and thriving individuals in Toronto. We aim to provide the information you need to
1: start or further your holistic wellness journey. Let's get this conversation started.
0: So, welcome back to another episode. Today, we have a special show with our friends from Zenbox. We are joined today by Andre, founder and CEO, and Melissa, uh, marketing and business development lead. How are you guys?
2: Doing great.
3: Great, thank you.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for joining us today.
1: So, we had the privilege of joining you at the launch for Zenbox, which was amazing for the app, and we are so excited. Now it's finally ready for download for everyone, so we'd like to start off by having you tell our audience what is Zenbox and what, what is it all about?
2: Well, Zenbox in a nutshell is an app that empowers millennials, other, I guess, young people within our own demographic. I'm 30 years old, Melissa's 25, and so we wanted to create a product that was geared towards our age group, right? And what I thought of was not trying to kind of reinvent the wheel was mm-hmm. take a tool that everybody already uses, which is like their mobile devices, and create a platform that will help empower them to invest more time in their own personal development and personal wellness and thus he came up with Zenbox.
0: That's amazing. Who is Zenbox meant for, and what can users expect from that?
2: Zenbox is meant for anyone really who wants to continue to, you know as people like to say like, find out who their best self is or, mm-hmm. you know, keep improving their, their personal wellness or their own personal development. I know that we said it's intended for millennials or it's geared towards millennials, but I feel like anyone at any age can benefit from it.
1: Totally. Yeah. How did you come up with the idea and and the name? The name intrigued me. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool.
2: yeah I get that question a lot. Uh, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> the the yeah. idea itself honestly just came from personal experience. Like yeah. mm-hmm. for... A long time I've been in like the personal health and wellness uh, field,
4: mm-hmm. um,
2: long-time personal trainer, sports development coach, uh, managed different um, wellness centers. Like I, I worked at a particular place called Think Fitness where I met like the coolest people. Everybody now has kind of ventured off into their own lives. Some are osteopaths, some are meditation experts. Uh, I think there was even like a doctor, firefighter amongst wow. them. So all these cool different people. Like for me, I feel like that was my like friends stage, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And um, so just having met all these individuals, uh, not only coworkers and friends, but clients, I got to realize that there's so much out there, right? And it made me more curious, and so I started to travel and read and find out, you know, how I could push myself to be the best version of myself, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, something else happened. I also realized that I was starting to feel very drained from giving so much of myself to clients and to um, you know the people that I was coaching. Yeah. So I said, now how do I find that balance where I'm continuing to develop as a person, as a young man at the time, and still be 100% there for the people I'm trying to help?
4: Right? Mm-hmm. And
2: that's when I started to think about it that was the early stages yeah before we even got into what we know now as Mm Zenbox but that's how it started
0: Hmm. yeah that's so interesting I I was actually literally just thinking of this earlier today because I'm fairly new about six months into like being a group fitness instructor and like Mm -hmm. training people and sometimes I feel like wow I just at the end of the day I'm like I just gave all the energy I have like out and then there's (laughs) almost like nothing left so it's like you have to figure out you know how to take care of yourselves and like develop through that as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so back to the app, we think a lot of our listeners would love to know kind of more about the process of actually developing an app and what that looks like, you know, how long it took, some of the key steps, all yeah, of that. Like it, took, it seems like it, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it took a long
2: time, yeah. uh, a lot of work. And sometimes too on the front end, when someone receives a product or receives a service, that's what they that's what they see and feel and experience yeah. but it's like we have no idea what's gone into mm-hmm. bringing that product to your mobile device or bringing that product to your front door yeah
4: right, right. so
2: this whole project started back in like 2018 okay okay yeah i'd say late 2018 um feeling like it was november october
4: 2018
2: yeah and it actually started in the most you know you un- normal way like i went to see a friend of mine uh, we usually we work out together, former client of mine, and we became good friends. So I pop by his house a couple times a week. We have our espressos, talk about life, and mm. then we work out. And he had he has a young son, ten years old, and he's like, you know, one thing that I've never seen. And there's all these subscription boxes, but there's no shoe subscription boxes. Like my son is obsessed with sneakers. It'd be yeah. kind of cool if there was like a shoe subscription box. Yeah. I'm like, maybe there is. Like, let me let me do some research. I'll get back to you. So. Yeah. You know, I went home, did some research, came back to him like the next time I was at his house, and I was like, "There's only one," and it was called um, what was it called? I forget the name, but it's actually based out of Toronto, sneaker mm-hmm. something. We can look exactly. it up, but like, and then he opened up a store in the Junction called Milk. Okay. Right. So it's like cool this guy's you. doing really well for himself, and he started off by like taking his life savings—not life saving, but like a lot of his savings—and mm-hmm. buying all these shoes and using his house extra room as like a warehouse and running this subscription box service right so then i I tell uh my friend this story and then i you know i looked more into it and i told him i i I like the idea but i'll tell you why it will be difficult to grow this and it was because there was limitations to it like major retailers like nike adidas like they don't give out licensing for non-brick-and-mortar stores Mm -hmm. right and you have to have like five years of like data receipt showing that you're successfully selling sneakers before they'll even look at you Mm -hmm. so i said to him i said it's cool it's a cool idea but the market's limited because the number the amount of shoes or the type of shoes that your son is looking for is not going to be in these boxes Mm -hmm. he wants the latest jordans the latest you know whatever the kids are wearing but then the idea of the box the subscription box just Mm -hmm. wouldn't go away Right, so that's oh, that part okay. of the name, right? It just yeah. wouldn't go away. Like, it, every single day, I keep thinking, I'm like, I still like this idea, I still like the subscription box model. So, then the original Zen box was actually a subscription box, it was like a wellness subscription box, right? Oh, okay, that's what it was originally. And um,
3: I remember when you pitched, yeah, <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> that's when I first talked to Jay. And there's so many people involved. Uh, Julian, I don't know if you guys know Julian D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah. oh my yeah. god. We
1: That's met him at Western and then found out that he's like so cool. really close with Jay. But he <laughs> he's awesome, so shout out to Julian. Yeah, shout yeah. out hey to Julian. Julian. He's super cool, like
2: super, super cool. So yeah, Julian and I spoke and I got introduced to a few other people. And so in the beginning, it was me and Julian kind of doing the research. And then things came up great things positive things that julian couldn't be a part of the project anymore Mm -hmm. and then um talking to jay one day he's like i know this amazing person super smart really well versed in like the marketing and business development part of things i'm like that person sounds perfect like who are they and then boom oh (laughs) oh, thank you i'm right
3: here right
2: and um yeah, apparently, like, the first time we talked, since you said I sounded so serious. <laughs> yeah, I,
3: I actually remember I was, like, I was at work, um, and I booked a meeting room, and I remember just jumping on a call with you, and he was so hyped about this idea with the subscription box, and I'm, like, honestly, I was so interested in the health and wellness space. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted to get involved, and I knew that with my background experience with, like, entrepreneurship and um, technology and marketing I'm yes. like how can I leverage my skill set but also get involved in health and wellness not jumping in as like a fitness instructor right mm-hmm. um, just because I don't have the time right now to even just go get my certifications and yeah, yeah. then this opportunity kind of like fell into uh, my lap and I'm like honestly let's do it yeah so, those there's are like, my exact words yeah
2: there's a lot of like <laughs> serendipity with this like so many people that have come and gone throughout the development of this platform have been, like, organic. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't ever feel like I was ever chasing after somebody. They kind of just kind of made their way into the group somehow organically. They had something to offer. Some people were here for a short period of time, and some people have been here the entire time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like everybody helped out somehow or was able to kind of give a fresh perspective on the idea. Mm -hmm. Um, Where we started to veer away from the subscription box model was one is I did the research and I realized the logistics of doing something like that was absolutely insane. And (laughs) kudos to all those that do it. It is crazy, the logistics. So then I also realized one thing. I said, content is king. So regardless of whether or not it's a subscription box, we still need content in order to keep ourselves in the front of everybody's mind. Mm
4: -hmm, mm -hmm. So I
2: said, well, if content is king, why don't we just go that route? Mm
4: -hmm. So I started
2: to research where media was going right so um at the time so this was almost two years ago so a year and a half ago saying by 2020 by this year mm-hmm. that 85 to 90 percent of all media online was being was going to be consumed through video right mm-hmm. so we're talking not only like uh instagram facebook but all of web. most people are now consuming their media through video So I said to myself, how do I get in front of that? How do I leverage that into a platform that's going to do two things? Allow me to continue to do what I love to do, which is help people be healthy, help people be the best version of themselves, Mm -hmm. while at the same time doing the same for me. I said, well, the perfect marriage is creating a digital platform, right, Mm -hmm. where I'm able to not only work on these things and put all this energy into one thing that has far reach, as opposed to me trying to reach out to all these individuals like there's only so much one person can do yeah but this one tool can do that same thing multiplied by a thousand Mm ten thousand a hundred thousand all depending on the success of the platform so that's where Mm -hmm. i started to really refine the idea Mm -hmm. and it became more of a digital offering as opposed to a physical offering
1: yeah Hmm. that's so cool yeah that's a good way to put it so I know you got into this a little bit but um, you have a very big or an amazing team of because it's a a holistic approach right? you've got many different aspects in the app Um, so how did you go about I know you said it's it's organic but how did you go about deciding on who is doing what and how did you create that team of these amazing individuals
2: well I always go back to when I was not only coaching sports but like training people as well on a one-on-one basis the the gateway was always the body. People understood that. It's it's easier for me to be able to tell you, hey, you know, why why don't you go for a 20-minute walk every single day? Like, it's Mm -hmm. easy to wrap your mind around that. So, like, the body was always going to be the gateway, and that's Mm -hmm. something that I understood very, very well, Mm -hmm. right, coming from that background. So, the first person I reached out to uh, was Jay. You know, that was my guy. He had the the charisma, the ability to present his work, and then he had the um specialization. He was really, really good at what he does. Yeah. Right? So you can have someone who's a fantastic coach, but if they couldn't teach it to someone else, if they couldn't present it, well, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. He had both.
1: So when you say you're starting with body, there's other aspects. So are they gonna be do they get released for the individual or do you guys release it at certain times
2: so on the app right now we have our first offering like what I like to call phase one and it's an entire library of of stages so the whole concept behind Zenbox is going through your journey of discovery and self-elevation so what that means is we go back to my story I had to like go out and read and talk to people and find mentors. That was my journey of discovery. Mm -hmm. And then the self-elevation part came when I found what my path was going to be. And then I started to apply all the little lessons that I learned in order to refine myself as a young man so that I can be who I want to be or who I'm meant to be, quote-unquote, right? Mm -hmm. So for individuals in the app, we have this entire library that starts with, like I said, body, which Mm -hmm. includes fitness and holistic nutrition mm-hmm. so Jay is our holistic sorry Jay is our fitness coach and then Marjan uh, is our holistic nutritionist mm-hmm. so they were the first offering in the app the second okay. portion is mindfulness and meditation or the mind mm-hmm. right and we have my, my good friend um, Alexandria I don't know if you guys have met Alexandria mm-hmm. she's from the city sound healing coach um, as well as Alan. He's based out of Southern California. Oh, cool. So we met through uh, my friend's wife. Like, they had connected through school and they knew each other. And when I was, like, I'm looking for a coach with, you know, I kind of told her some of the criteria I was looking for. She's like, mm-hmm. wow, I got this friend. Just connect with him. You never know. Yeah. We called each other. I think it was on Skype or Google Hangouts, and we talked for three hours.
3: Oh, wow. And, yeah, we
2: just talked for three but hours. But he's just one of those guys. Yeah, so He's <laughs> just, like, like oh. They, the-
3: he has such a soothing voice that you could <laughs> listen to him all. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect if you're doing
2: meditation. Yeah, yeah, he has this it's not even just that. He has this aura about him. Like mm-hmm. Alan has this aura that's so calming mm-hmm. and like you just wanna tell him everything. Like everything yeah. on your mind. You just wanna tell him and he just yeah. has this innate ability to listen and then really help you kinda refine your thoughts, you know? So it's cool. We talked for three hours, and I I told them what my idea was. And at the time, um, zero funding. Like, it was just an idea, right? So at this point, um, Jay was involved, Alan was involved, and Alexandra was involved, and Julian and zero funding it was just an idea i was just mm-hmm. collecting i said this was the time when i was collecting my infinity stones and like yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> so um so then who was next then i called uh, uh joanna so joanna's our philosophical therapist she i've never a, heard of
1: that I thought yeah that was so, so cool.
2: it's super super dope like i met joanna when i was like 22 23 i was actually her trainer what would happen is during the training sessions, like I was getting therapy. Like <laughs> oh, perfect! Like, well, that
4: exchange. I didn't even yeah. know.
2: Like I just be, you know, like you're young, you're 22, 23 years old. You have all these questions, and like I'd ask your questions during the sessions, and you know, have fun or whatever. So I was like, I really would love to include that. Yeah. By this time, I think Melissa was already involved. Like before uh, Coach Kerry joined us. Yeah. She was like. Yeah, she was, like, one of the last people. Her and Marjan was kind of, like, one of the last people to join us. But, like, yeah, it was just Coach Carrie. I, I was following her on social, mm-hmm. and I thought she was, like, super cool. So yeah. I was, like, we got to have her in this. All right. And that's the guidance piece. So, like, the philosophical therapy and the life coaching is the guidance piece. So mm-hmm. if we go back to the three pillars, we have body, mind, and guidance.
4: Mm-hmm. Right?
2: So we go back to the original inspiration, which was, like, I help people – Find their fitness level, and eventually that would help their mental, the mental state, because you f- you feel good physically, mm-hmm. it starts to help your mental,
4: yeah,
2: right. And then the guidance piece is when someone trusts you completely, and you're able to show them, hey, why don't you read this book? Why don't you, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not gonna do that at the beginning when yeah. you first meet a client, yeah, but as you build that relationship, you get to what's called a trust-based relationship. And at that point, you're able to guide them and push them even further than they ever thought they would Mm -hmm. get from, like, a quote-unquote personal trainer or a strength coach or, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So to me, it was, like, just literally taking something that I've lived and finding a way to digitize it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's a really good way to
0: lay it out there.
2: And And it's
0: so beautiful how, like, the whole team came together through, you know different connections and I feel like we're learning that pretty much about I'm sure other industries as well but the wellness industry in particular like even in Toronto it's just amazing how people are so willing to help Mm -hmm. one another and kind of get on board Um, so it's been cool to learn so last question about the app specifically we want to know some of your goals and maybe even Melissa you can share from like a marketing and business development like standpoint but kind of what does the future look like?
3: So, I mean, we have our first um, core offerings with the Body, Mind, and Guidance. We Mm -hmm. eventually want to offer more content to our users, obviously. So Mm -hmm. um, expand our offerings. So let's step outside holistic nutrition, step outside fitness, and focus on other things, maybe like a relationship coach or Mm -hmm. um, different areas like that. Financial
2: investment.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. That's good. That still encompasses... Um, just bettering and bettering yourself and self elevation and mm-hmm. self development because all those things kind of fall into place. Um, in terms of marketing, I mean, we just want to grow as quickly and as fast as possible and mm-hmm. just um, help as many people as possible. So we hope hope to be we we offer um, our app worldwide. Uh, we're currently on the iOS App Store right now. I think one of our biggest goals is also. Um, offering a, our app through Google Google Play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of our, my, our next pillar, I would say. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where my head is at at the moment.
1: So can you tell us more about yourself, your interests, and your career path so far? Yeah,
3: so I graduated from Ryerson um, in 2016, so about four years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, the same year as us. Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> the same age. I, I did my... BCom there, and I majored in entrepreneurship with a minor in retail management. Oh, cool. Um, very interesting program. It wasn't like you're going to learn finance, and that was basically it. I learned finance, marketing, basically how to start a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and through that whole program, I just fell in love with entrepreneurship. And I started different online businesses, um, selling apparel, selling um, an e-commerce um online program to help people actually start up businesses yeah um with one of my professors and then I just landed a position about over just under a year now at Shopify um I was merchant facing so I was helping um businesses grow their business um, through marketing efforts and just um, helping with uh, things like that Mm -hmm. with growth. Now I'm working on a product marketing team, so um, managing different projects and just marketing it to the world. Uh, So I've been doing that for about five months now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then prior to that, I was in the other position for about uh, six months, six months now. So yeah, almost a year, which is exciting. yeah, so that's a little bit about me in terms of health and wellness. I I got into the health and wellness space second year of university. Um, so I was really sick when I was a kid, and I've always kind of had health and wellness in the back of my mind um, growing up. And so being in school, obviously, you're super stressed out when it comes to exams. You're not. You don't eat healthy. You're not really working out because you don't have m- enough time. Um, I decided to kind of push all of that aside and I'm like, I'm going to take full control of my life right now. I want to be in the best physical shape and I also want to just be healthy and see where it takes me. And Mm -hmm. the minute I started um, going to the gym every day, started eating healthier, I saw not only my physical appearance improve, which that didn't even really matter to me, but I saw every aspect of my life getting better as well. Mm -hmm. So my grades got better. Um, more job opportunities came about. I was um, growing in my career, and I was just like, this is no, this is all because of health and wellness, because I decided to better myself. So yeah, um, that's kind of how I fell into the health and wellness space. And I've always wanted to get into it, like I mentioned earlier, but I just didn't have the time to get certifications and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I met Andre, mm-hmm. and here we are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I really like that, how you... You notice, like, the minute you took control, or not the minute, but you know what I mean, over time, yeah. it does, it, it feeds into every other aspect of your life, so it's kind of like putting the mask on yourself first before putting it on someone else, yeah. because you need to be in your best condition 100%. before you can help
0: other people to their to your best ability. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I know, obviously, so you just chatted about kind of the fitness side of things and nutrition, but do you have any other wellness practices that you follow, or either of you, you can both share? Um, any sort of routines that you might have? You both are really busy, so yeah. <laughs> how do you fit
3: it in?
2: Like, for me, I... We were
3: actually just talking about this. Yeah, like
2: for me, like, like uh, writing, like, journaling is a big thing for me. Yeah. Actually, I started doing it indirectly, like, as a teenager. I didn't really know it as journaling at the time. Yeah, okay. So, like, I, I grew up, like, in Regent Park, just down the street, like, not too far from here. And I don't know if you guys know, like... In that time, it wasn't as gentrified as it is now. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of, like, violence, just to keep it real. There was a lot of stuff going on that, you know, could be very hard to deal with at that age, Mm -hmm. right? Losing friends, seeing uh, friends go to jail, things like that. And at the same time, you trying to navigate all that and not get caught up in it. Yeah. So Um. one of my outlets was writing. And this is something that, honestly very few people know about me because i never talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh like my super closest friends would they would read it i had this blackberry torch and like uh that torch it's in my house now like there is hundreds and hundreds of like spoken word poems on there oh wow and like that's what i used to do like so i used to write like spoken word poems and that was like my outlet that was my first true experience with like therapy and journaling mm. and like just letting your emotions out yeah. mm-hmm. and then I kind of got away from that a little bit as I got a little older because you get you know the machismo and you're like you know you don't want to like tell people like you write poetry <coughs> and stuff so like the the jock side of me kind of took over yeah for a little bit yeah and then so when I got a little bit you know more mature and stuff like that I started to open up more so one of the biggest things for me is, like, I was telling Mal like, um, just earlier today we were having a meeting, and I said, I don't fight my stresses, I don't fight my worries, like, I, I let them play out, mm-hmm. you know? Like, before, we're either, like, fighting against it or pretending it's not there, whatever coping mechanisms people use. So mm-hmm. for me, if there's an issue and I can address it or I can talk to someone about it, I try to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how, like, maturity has kind of evolved my ability to deal with you know life stresses and mm-hmm. for me that's one of my tools it's like when something's on your mind talk about it you know yeah. um yeah. it's not so much writing things down as much anymore but I, I try to talk about it I try to express myself mm-hmm. uh the gym is still very important for me um this morning it was great we went to the gym it was empty so I got to do my <laughs> own thing perfect right um so the gym is still very important I love team sports as well so I, I love playing with Colleagues, friends, like on like, a, you know, in the summertime, I played softball. Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, I'll play like soccer and stuff like that. But yeah, and then in terms of like <clears throat> other forms, I would say I love to, to read as well about self-development. Um, and then, of course, there's the app, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love to use a lot of Alan's work, like the meditation pieces, because that's mm-hmm. something that I knew was important and didn't really know how to go about it.
4: Yeah. So yeah. then, when
2: I started to talk to Alan about it, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty profound." And Alan's work really—he um, focuses more on men's health. Mm-hmm, so okay. he was able to re- make me relate to the work, relate yeah. to the practice in a way I'd never heard before. When you think about stuff like yoga and meditation, I'll be honestly like most young men, most men associate it with women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not something men would do. It's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you meditating? <laughs> Whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, for me, it was kind of cool to see another man who was, like, practicing it every day and how it was able to benefit him in his life. Mm-hmm. And so I started to apply those things slowly. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm meditating 20, 30 minutes a day. Yeah. But a meditation could be a minute. Yeah. Right? A meditation could be 30 seconds.
4: Yeah.
2: Right? A meditation could be in your car, in rush hour, when someone is yelling profanities mm-hmm. or cuts yeah. you off. And yeah. you take a breath and you yeah. relax right and you're able to center yourself and, and just kind of control your emotions and not get caught up in what's going on around you. Yeah. So that's how I've been applying some of the lessons that, I've, that some of our coaches have
4: mm-hmm.
2: have uh, displayed for us like with Jay's stuff some of the activations I, I still I use them in my workouts so I'll use them like to warm up mm-hmm. some of the, the flow um, as well as like Marjan's like um, holistic nutrition actually the timing was insane so at the time that we were shooting her um, series I was actually I don't know if it was stress or whatever I I developed like a a sports hernia and I wasn't eating well and like I wasn't feeling good at all Mm -hmm. right but like listening to her segment I was able to refine my diet a little bit I realized that I was eating a very acidic diet I needed to revamp that and eat a more alkaline diet but then when I went to the doctor he's like you know you have like a serious hernia I'm like what are you talking about he's like this is not a stomach ache like you have a hernia he's like you didn't notice I'm like no I just thought my stomach hurt yeah Yeah. and then so the combination of like applying some of the things I was learning and then listening to your body because that's what made me go to the doctor yeah Mm because like if you I forget which one it is I think it's I think it's the, the last episode and so the last stage in her series marjan talks about listening to your body and yeah. i remember hearing that multiple times because i think there was a couple takes that we did of it and then i was just like God, man like the universe is telling you to listen to my <laughs> yeah. body so yeah. then like the next week i was like all right let me let me go yeah. check this yeah. out figure out what's going <laughs> oh on gosh. so yeah that's kind of like a long-winded answer but like (laughs) it it like holistic so your personal wellness routine is like it's not rigid so the reason it was long-winded is because my life is not simple so Mm. i don't think my routines are going to be simple either yeah yeah that's fair.
0: i i love this conversation like especially from a some of the things you said from a male perspective especially like the journaling like talking about your emotions like meditating but like Maybe in a different way than you're used to. It's just so important. Um, I think we briefly talked about this. One of our episodes with was with Sam Wilson, who works at Movember. So it's one of the things they're trying to do is like get men to um, like speak out and and like mm. you know try some of these things with their wellness because it's something that's important for every human. Yeah, everyone. And it should be you know accessible and then approached you know in that way where it's everyone is going to benefit from it, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, so, you'd be surprised at like how. Uninformed people are like yeah. sometimes when I talk to my my friends, my homies that I'm like I break down what I'm doing because in the beginning especially they didn't really understand what ZenBox was all about and then I'd break it down to them and they're they're like almost shocked you know what I mean because they they wouldn't expect that not only just for me but like it's like they they didn't realize that you can utilize these different practices and offerings in any way you can take the things that apply to you mm-hmm. right and that was the most important thing for me is that, like, if I can convince my, like, rigid friends, <laughs> and I love them to death, to appreciate this and embrace it, yeah. then I know we have something here. Yeah. Right? And, and they've they've done that. Like, not everybody, but slowly, but surely. Like, I know they've all downloaded the app. I know they've all tried different things. Yeah. So I'm going to stay on them and see, yeah. you know, where it goes yeah. and, and just try mm-hmm. to get, you know, healthier young men that are just more rounded and, and take care of themselves.
0: The next step is getting some of them to come to a bar class. Yeah. <laughs> that will be the next step. It will uh, happen eventually. I'm um,
2: open to it. Like, it's always cool to like go to like different types of classes. Yeah. Go stuff. out of your yeah. comfort zone sometimes yeah, too. Yeah. And, uh, I'll come with you. Yeah. Yes.
3: So. I want to watch you suffer. <laughs> <I wanna>, yeah. It's a long team sweat date or something. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time experiencing the, what is it, like the uh, hot flow oh. with, uh, with Jay. Wow. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Pride that's is the cool. only thing that kept me in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I took like uh my like the director for all of our content. Poor guy, I had no idea, right? Like but he he's like, you know what is really cool uh because that was his first time meeting, no, he had met Jay before, but it was his first time experiencing it and he gave him new perspective so that when we mm. filmed, he knew exactly what he was trying to get on film. So right. that's what he wanted oh, to do. Okay. He wanted to experience everything. Like he went to one of Alexandria's uh events and experience sound healing Mm, like we had um our marjan we sat with her on i think it was skype and had like a full-on rehearsal like he wanted to experience it
1: Mm -hmm. and that's what was really cool like
2: he took a very artistic approach if you see all of our content it's like cinematic level yeah. Uh, cinematography yeah like, no it does had, look like, really
1: great just from the super, talented mm-hmm.
2: super talented director super talented shout that. out to nikita
1: so do either of you have any advice to those who may be looking for a similar career or, or looking to start something new
2: honestly just, <laughs> just do it just do it yeah mm-hmm. like, do it
1: love it
3: honestly yeah. just do it that's yeah. it
2: like take risks you know um you don't really like people think you have to think super outside the box like i read an article that was they quoted like a a s I don't know, was like a Silicon Valley super successful CEO, founder, and he said, Don't try to reinvent the wheel. He's like, mm. take something that works, make it better, mm-hmm. and then shift the market. Make everybody follow you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you look at like Peloton, for example. Peloton, like a stationary bike's been around forever. Mm-hmm. You know? So they took something that was in the market, it was in gyms, it was in people's homes and said, how do we make this better? Mm-hmm. Then they added the functionality of having the screen and having all the analytics that go with it. And the uh, specialized coaching where you could be in Sydney, Australia, and you're taking a class with a coach in, in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how they shifted the market. And then everybody started following them. I just saw a commercial for both Bowflex. Now they got a, like, a little tablet you can put on their bikes, right? Yeah. They completely shifted the market. And uh, Masterclass is another one that, like, shifted the market as well. So they took something that worked, which mm-hmm. was in in um, Peloton's case, it was the the stationary bike. In Masterclass's case, it was streaming, which is Netflix was already doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do we take something that's already successful, create our own lane, and then make everybody adjust to what we're doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's what we did. We took something that was... You know, not exactly out there, but there's there's things that are out there that are similar. You have Calm, you have Headspace, you have Masterclass that are doing their own thing.
4: Yeah. What
2: we wanted to do is create a platform that empowered people like ourselves to not only be able to help others, but most, mostly help themselves be the best version of themselves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And adding all these, these different offerings that like we have, not only our library of fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, meditation, Uh, philosophical therapy and guidance, but we have our own podcast called the Mm -hmm. Discovery Podcast, where we interview everybody you can think of in the health and wellness space, in the personal development space, um, as well as weekly motivation. So every single day, there's like a different quote Mm -hmm. that mostly our inspirations come from Stoic philosophy, because in speaking with our philosophical therapist, I realized the power of what the Stoics had written. Mm. So we started to incorporate that. So we, what we do is we have a small meditation plus the quote that everybody can listen to every single day to start off their day. So as you're having your tea, your coffee or your morning yawn, just listen <laughs> to this uh, motivation every yeah. morning to get you going, yeah. to get you started. So like we just took what was already in the market yeah. and created our own niche lane. Mm. It's
3: actually a uh, there's It's a rule. It's called the 10x rule. So, um, what I learned back in school. (laughs) Um, So, you take something and just make it 10x better. So, whether it be 10x faster, um, 10x cheaper. Yeah, so anything, you take something that's already existed in the market and you can develop it into something just 10x better. So. Wow, oh, that's kind that's of good. good Take notes, yes. listeners.
0: <laughs> Rewind, write it down. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect segue into kind of um, bringing up the conversation about wellness technology and sort of the evolution of that. And we can spend a few minutes chatting about it. When do you think, I guess, technology specifically started including these other areas of wellness from like a holistic perspective?
2: Well, I think it's been for a while. It's yeah? just that it's yeah. becoming more mainstream because it's more accessible right yeah, there's certain things like <clears throat> i don't know if you guys have ever heard the story be- behind avatar like the movie in 2009 mm-hmm. yeah. james cameron came out with this movie avatar yeah but watch the, the
1: movie don't yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: the legend behind that was that he wrote that script in like college or something okay. in the 80s but he knew that he had to wait till technology was at a up yeah. to yeah. be able to make this movie Whoa. So a lot of the wellness tech that we have now, like this people have had these ideas for a long time. They just needed technology to catch up. Mm-hmm. right Whether it's the, the um, processing power in our mobile phones, the processing power in our tablets and all our different devices needed mm-hmm. to catch up, Internet, just the ability to build a cost-effective platform. Because building a, an app today might be a lot less than what it was 10, 20 years ago, right? right? Because even though the apps are more robust, like it's just there's more people doing it. There's mm-hmm. more um, ingenuity, more expertise. So there's different ways of kind of doing the same thing. But the reason I bring that up is that apps like Calm and Headspace have been around for a long time. If you read about these, their founders, mm-hmm. it was like five years prior, they went on this journey. Like, for example, Headspace he was like a, a monk in
0: oh yeah i listened Tibet to his or, podcast or, yeah, something. like he was on a podcast and like yeah it was a crazy story right and, like, and
2: eventually yeah. came back to england and then in england he, he had a friend i think who was in like investments or something he said we can do something with this and then mm. he came up with the concept of putting it on an app so yeah. i just feel like these ideas and these platforms have been around whether not as robust as they are now or mm. just in the idea state and then once technology kept caught up and then you started to see all of these different advancements. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that is our generation, is the millennials, like those born in the 80s all the way to the mid to late 90s. Because we are right in the middle of the technological age mm-hmm. and the industrial age. So like our parents are from that industrial age. They worked yeah. at nine to five they worked at GM and, and Ford and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. And now it's like there's the Melissa's of the world working at Shopify like, and working at Google and Facebook and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the technolo- the technological age has kind of taken over. Yeah. But our generation comes from both. Yeah. So we understand, like we're very grounded still in that we understand like the holistic part of things and then that we also are still comfortable with, technology and we're still adventure enough, adventurous enough to 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 embrace that mm-hmm. and put the two together right it's very unlikely that our parents would watch like download an app like let's say nike training or whatever mm. it is and yeah. follow the instructions and go work out very unlikely <laughs> they would rather pay a <laughs> so trainer lucky. and go yeah. and have a one-on-one session with a real person
4: yeah
2: it's way more likely that us or the generation right after us generation z i believe would download an app nike training and go work out on their own yeah right but we're right in the middle of both
3: yeah well think about how i don't know about you but my parents for example can barely send a text like they can text but it takes them like 10 minutes to write a oh, yeah. Oh my God, it's like... <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. with one finger <laughs> yeah, um... and the fact that we can now send messages through a watch, for example. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just mind-boggling for them, and for us, it's more digestible, it's more efficient, mm-hmm. it's faster, and that's what millennials want. Um, so
2: yeah, we're taking all—we're taking the work our parents used to do and making it way more efficient and way faster using technology.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we spend our time with other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. still a lot of work to do totally. yeah. for people who think that millennials are lazy. Right. are yes. not <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, anyways. So how do you think technology has both positively and negatively impacted wellness? Or people's health? That's a wellness? really good yeah. question. I think it's
3: positive, talking. it's more digestible yeah. and more accessible now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was um, whether it was too expensive to get um, a nutritionist or too mm-hmm. expensive to get a fitness coach. Mm. Um, now with technology... You're making it more cost efficient and you can literally watch it on your mobile device. You don't even have to leave your house. Um, I think that's the biggest pro, in my opinion. Um, Con, I think that detachment from technology and being in a room with yourself and really focusing your mind and your attention to um, your surroundings, I think that's the only thing that I would say is a con because you still have that device kind of more as a distraction when it comes to health and wellness. But I think that's my perspective on it.
2: Do you guys recall at the launch event when I talked about living a simulated life, do you guys recall that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was very specific and direct and super sharp and focused with those words (laughs) because I wanted that to really hit home. Mm -hmm. And it's because what, What's been created with having this much accessibility, this much technological privilege mm-hmm. is that a lot of our generation and the generation that follows us is living a simulated life. Like you see people that literally live and die via Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I, like it's like yeah. an addiction almost. Yeah. Actually I'm not even gonna 100%. say almost. It is a one hundred percent an addiction. An addiction. It, yeah. Right? Like they live vicariously through technology and social media and their whole life is through this one lens mm-hmm. which is their phone and it's like what, what tends to happen is you're you're not living in real life yeah
4: mm-hmm.
2: right so everything that makes them feel good about themselves everything that makes them feel um empowered and happy is all attached to this um material device that could break be stolen disappear you mm-hmm. know what i mean everything is in there your banking information your pictures like everything like your whole life is in this one device and to me that was like the biggest thing it's like okay you're not going to get people off their phones you're not going to get people to stop doing that but it's like how do we repurpose that how do we Mm -hmm. repurpose that time and energy into something more productive so the con is what we just talked about people living this uh, simulated life vicariously through their devices. And that's affected wellness in two ways. One, we talked about social media, and we all know the negative effects of what that does. Like, just case in point, yesterday, super sad news, with what happened in, in Los oh Angeles with um, the passing of nine people, including Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and, and their friends. And, you know, on social media, everyone is wants to chime in and, like, think, say yeah. their theories and all these different yeah. things, not knowing that there's families involved, friends, and, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, like
0: not respecting right, that. Like, yeah. human like the human, the human aspect. side of things. Yeah. We've completely yeah. lost yeah. touch
2: with that. Yeah. Like what it's created is well, you know, in in, in the culture I grew up in, you call it, like internet gangsters. Like everybody's <laughs> super tough and and they're like they'll say anything to anyone on the internet that yeah. they would never say yeah. in person. Yeah. Never. Yeah, yeah right? Understand. And it creates such a you know, this I, I hate I almost hate to use this word because it's like overused, but like a toxic like a, a toxic environment, right? Yeah. So I'm reading through, you know, I'm scrolling through Twitter looking for updates, hoping for good news, you know, yeah. like that's why I was scrolling. But then you keep, your heart keeps sinking every time you hear potentially this happened or potentially this happened and it's not true. Yeah, yeah. right. And up, yeah. It's like that's the negative part of it. And right there, like I'm so stressed out. And I, again, this has nothing to do with me, it's like the family. Yeah. But as an onlooker that was empathizing, like, I'm feeling like that. I can only imagine what the family yeah. like, right? Yeah. People getting bullied. People either getting shamed for whatever, their physical appearance, their material possessions, or they themselves shaming themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, getting in your own head because yeah, you're looking you're, at yeah. how other people are vacationing, living, getting married, like having yeah. babies, whatever. Like, people, it's like humans are innately jealous like there's nothing wrong with that like as long as it's not like this overwhelming thing that makes you do terrible things Mm -hmm. to other people or to yourself but that like these platforms just amplify
4: yeah
2: right so that's the negative part of things that when you live so vicariously through that but the positive is something like we talked about the different companies like peloton and calm and headspace and zenbox we're trying to repurpose the mobile devices and that access and turn it into something great, where mm-hmm. people can find empowerment to feel better about themselves and continue to progress and just be nicer and kinder to themselves first, right? Yeah. So we talk about loving yourself first and having that self-love in order to then spread love. You know, mm-hmm. that's the shirt I'm wearing mm-hmm. right now, yeah, so yeah. spread love on it, right? Yeah. And uh, this is my friend's company, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I-, I wanted to collab with him for a long, long time. I've known him for eight years and nothing's ever really come to fruition until this moment when we um, started to talk about some of the things that we would be doing through Zenbox. And one of them was collabing with him and having this um, crew neck and hoodies made with his logo that says spread love on it. And on the sleeve, there's a QR code that takes you directly to our website and to be able to download Zenbox. So Mm -hmm. by... Loving yourself first, right? That's the first step is you love yourself, take care of yourself, and then you spread love through either just showing affection and love and appreciation to other people or sharing something like Zenbox mm-hmm. with a friend, right? You, even in the app, there is a seg- there's a there's a feature called invite a friend, mm-hmm. right? So you're able to share with your friends so they can download it and enjoy it. Um, they can download it totally free, listen to the podcast totally free, and they can actually experience the entire app for seven days completely free. So you mm-hmm. can, if you ever have a friend that's, you know, you feel like is in need of a little bit of a boost, mm-hmm. download Zenbox, send them that a friend and just let them enjoy it, And let yeah. them go in there and find something that's going to help them maybe yeah. um, start their journey towards yeah. their own personal elevation. Right? Maybe they'll discover something there that they never thought of before.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Right? So I think that's the positive side of things. Like people have the choice and the ability to 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 make it a positive experience for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: And it's like I think you need to be mindful, like you we need you need to develop the awareness um, enough to be like, mm-hmm. I'm using this like in a positive way and I'm still gonna be like how we mentioned like human about it and like have real human connections and then use the technology that is a privilege to kind of better like ourselves. Yeah, basically. I think
1: good technology's been around long enough to at this point for us to realize what's
0: yeah. Yeah, how, that, how what's bad
1: for us and what's good for us because before it was like everything was so cool and new and you just use it. Um, and now we're realizing like yes, there are some negative side effects to using these things. So yeah, all these amazing apps, I they're all becoming I think more popular now because people are finally starting to understand that there are the two sides to both social media and just, like, the internet in general.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I also want to mention that through the app, you're able to um, comment on the videos and actually communicate to the coaches um, through the app via comments. So now you have access to um, your nutritionist, uh, functional fitness coach, philosophical therapist. Um, For a quarter of the price, then you would have to pay for a one-on-one session and within real time. So I think that's like super important yeah. um, and again the evolution of technology allows you to do that mm-hmm. so. yeah
2: and just being a part of uh, a, a safe and mm-hmm. positive community right like yeah. these are think about the features we just described these are all elements that are present in in social media but we've repurposed them and put them into an environment that's safe mm-hmm. and welcoming and inclusive and um, allow people to be able to express themselves in a positive way. Like we as admin administrators have the ability to, um, to moderate conversation. Mm. So if things are inappropriate or if things are, you know, not positive, like I don't mean censoring people, but just like making sure everybody feels safe. Everybody feels welcome yeah. within the environment that is Zenbox. Yeah. Right. And you talked about earlier about what our goals are. Our goals is to create like a world leading platform for coaches to be able to connect with millennials and, and whoever else all over the world. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. That's the the absolute vision and goal is to take this absolutely global. Mm-hmm. So
0: I love it. And yeah. like, congratulations on the, on the yeah. launch. Thank we we should have said it at Appreciate the beginning, yeah. but yeah. after we've learned so much about it, it's, um, I can't wait. I'm going to do my seven days trial, <laughs> trial I yeah, guess. So we're excited amazing. to download. And obviously, we've talked about all the amazing people on the app. So we're so excited to like, experience it. Mm-hmm. And it's been, yeah, such a beautiful conversation as well.
1: Yeah. So um, on that note, do you have anything else that you'd like to leave the audience with that maybe we didn't touch on?
3: Take control. <laughs> download Zenbox uh, to just begin your journey of uh Self discovery and elevation.
0: Awesome. And so, can you share where people can like learn, find you online, learn more about the app, and uh, download it?
2: Yeah, you can find the app on iTunes. So just uh, search Zenbox, Z E N B O K S, Z E N B O K S.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. That was such a great conversation. We learned so much and yeah thank you so
2: much thanks for having thank us you guys. i really appreciate uh this is our, our first official external external like hey. podcast slash interview so.
0: lucky us yeah <laughs> so, yeah it
2: was really cool and uh you know keep doing what you guys are doing this is amazing and hopefully we get to have you guys on our podcast
0: thanks so much for listening to today's episode If you could be so kind, please share your insights and feedback with us and Zenbox online. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend. And finally, make sure you are subscribed and leave us a review should you choose. Head to our show notes to download the app and try your seven-day free trial. Finally, shout out to Cali Love for sponsoring this week's episode. We hope you have a happy and healthy week. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Team Wellness TO, or check us out on our website at teamwellnessto.com. Have a fabulous day and welcome to the team.